0: Hello and welcome to We Will Talk About It, the Supernatural Rewatch podcast, where we watch one episode every week. Spoiler free. I'm Megan. I'm Kat. And this week we are what we are talking about season one, episode sixteen. Shadow.
1: Ooh. I know we're getting so
0: close getting to the so, end of
1: season one. So close, you know, clawing our way, mm-hmm. if you will. So we haven't actually hung out for a couple of weeks. No, it feels like a month. It feels like I've not seen you in forever. Obviously, yeah. we're in Brisbane, so at our, 4. Tiny 0. baby lockdown. 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 <laughs> um, they're very tiny in Brisbane yeah. so far. Um, obviously, we can't speak for the rest of the country. Sadly, darling. no.
0: Yeah, everything's not going great here in Australia no. with how COVID is being wrapped up.
1: Yeah, and also yeah. the, you know, vaccine. Yeah, vaccination is not uh, going. Look, look, we we wor- this is actually one time I'll say we won't talk about it because yeah. it's very depressing for us going, fuck sex yeah and it's also yeah like it's
0: yeah this is this isn't a podcast about about politics (laughs) about politics or covid or vaccination no we're here we're here to talk about pop culture and And fun things and not vaccines and not vaccines so a couple of things have happened since we last actually recorded yes um the first thing is that i finally watched the boys Uh season one and season two like binged them hard
1: my point out this is a show that I watched before mm. Megan, and I the and I put a little asterisk. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I watched it is because Megan's brother from another mother that are not really related, which is my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. So he was like the voice, his hardcore. It's mm-hmm. a hardcore comic. It's real. It's a, I think I believe it's a DC comic. Not DC. It's um. Oh, it's like the it's like the preacher. It's that they are ve- uh, Vertigo, Vertigo, yes. Vertigo. I'm like sorry, sorry guys, that was a ramble. I yes. had to get there, but you, <laughs> it's part of the DC. Like, umbrella. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big picture-wise. Yeah. Big picture-wise, picture But yes. I, I wouldn't describe it as a DC
0: big comic. No. I don't think it's in-world with the DC. No, either. no, no, but it's yeah. in that
1: same, like, if DC was an umbrella, it's, like, one of the shoots off there. Yeah, but it yeah, doesn't yeah. filter into the actual main DC world, no. like, with Flash and Superman and shit. No. So I watched it, and I've been telling Megan, you need to watch it, and if mm. you haven't watched it, go out and watch it. Yeah. It's great, but also, if you're not in a good place, mm. don't watch it, because it will fuck you up. Yeah. But also,
0: yeah. So, yes, it was actually on my to watch list last year in 2020. For some weird reason, I was not in the right mind space to watch watch a dark, messed up, cynical look at um, superheroes. Um, Who knows why that might be? Though, so, I mean, I loved it. I I loved it so much. Mm. It's exactly up my alley. And I was messaging Kat because I was like, did I personally cast this show? Because it's so many people that I personally am Mm. like, oh my God, I can't believe. Simon Pegg is in this. I can't believe Elizabeth Shue is in this. I can't believe Sean Ashmore is in mm-hmm. this. Like, all of the – um Goran Viznik is in it. Like, these are all personal catnip Megan castings. Mm. I-, I will say, in watching The Boys, like, yes, it is very dark. It's very violent. It wasn't actually as dark as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, I think- but I think my bar for dark – Yeah. Dark kind of messed up, fucked up television. The bar for me is uh Twin Peaks The Return, so the new series that mm. came out a few years ago. That stuff is something that I sometimes think about and just, like, mm. continue to quietly process. And Because the, the start, the, I, I honestly mm. would, I want mm. you to go on that adventure because you're oh, not Jesus. going to enjoy it. When we
1: have a hiatus, since yes. I've given you a whole bunch of shows that you must watch, like mm-hmm. Bridgerton. Yes. See, I'll watch I'll watch that on my hi- that yep. will be. I'll put that on my hiatus list because I've given you, like, seven million shows. I'm like, mm-hmm. please watch this. Please watch this.
0: Yeah, so um, yeah, that for me is like the bar of like messed up stuff, uh-huh. and this doesn't quite get there. It's oh, pretty, yeah. This oh. this isn't that messed up. It's really not. By the end, I was like, this actually wasn't that messed up. I know, but that's also like cats <laughs> seeing here going, oh, like oh, shit. What yeah, I, what did I
1: agree I, to?
0: Yeah, Twin Peaks return. I don't, I, I mean, that's a whole other podcast, of, like, in and of itself. Yeah. But yeah, no, I really loved The Boys. I really enjoyed it. Eric Kripke, our boy.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, I also, mm-hmm. just sorry, interrupting you again, when, we always, when we've when we been talking, obviously, about Supernatural and mm-hmm. we're saying that music is, like, an additional mm-hmm. character, Billy motherfucking Joel. Yeah. Like, it It tweaked me, like, I think, like, episode four of season one. I'm like, have we been having Billy Joel all this time? Turns out, yes, and it makes sense. And if you've watched it, there's no plot twist. I mean, no, it's Billy Joel. It's Billy motherfucking Joel. Mm -hmm. It's great. Yeah. And again,
0: I definitely, for me, saw, like, the music obviously is a through line Mm -hmm. for Eric Kripke from this show, from Supernatural through to the boys. Oh, yeah. But I definitely saw a lot of, like, through lines of the kind of stories that he wants Mm. to tell and, like, the kind of things he wants to talk about and, like, I definitely saw the line between yeah. like the line of connection. I also watched Good Omens, oh. so yes, which is amazing. And if you haven't watched it, definitely go watch it. And they just announced season two of Good Omens. I thought that was a limited series. Nope, they just um, Neil Gaiman just announced it like last week that they're going to do a second season,
1: <gasps> and they're literally
0: going to start recording. I thought I assumed you knew this.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, I threw my micro my microphone down, mm-hmm. and Megan told me a couple of weeks ago in like production meeting that I should stop doing that. Yes. I'm sorry, but that one actually <laughs> shocked me. Like, if, <laughs> if Mic find- drops
0: aren't great in a non-visual experience. No. But
1: what I'm going to ask Megan to do, if I find mm-hmm. a big gaping mouth... wait. If you find a big gaping what? Nothing. If Kat finds a big gaping <laughs> mouth... Yes. I was going to say post on Instagram because that was my face, but maybe not. Because it may involve yeah. porn, porn screenshots, yeah. I feel. So... <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was yeah,
0: like so they just announced that they're going to be filming in Scotland. It's based basically on the sequel that Neil Gaiman planned with Terry Pratchett prior to Terry passing away because they'd always planned yeah. to do a sequel and they had actually basically plotted it oh, out not too told- long before he died. So yeah, so um so that's that's coming which I'm very excited oh, about that's amazing. because the first season yeah. is amazing and the fact that it's a story that Neil Gaiman and Terry both oh, had basically plotted out before yes. his passing. You know, and I trust Neil Gaiman explicitly. One oh, of my yes. favorite things about Neil Gaiman, of many things, is he is on Tumblr, <laughs> wow.
1: and That's he's great. actively
0: on Tumblr. Which means if you are out oh. there t- tweet like whatever, I don't like posting Tumbling? about Tumblr-ing about good omens, there is a chance Neil Gaiman will see it and respond to you. And those are some of my fake like little like screen grabs Just... of people being like bloody blah blah, and then it's like Neil Gaiman responding, and then the person I did be like, I always forget that you're on Tumblr.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: And tw- uh, the t- like Tumblr on Twitter posted like a bunch of like, I guess, Tumblr memes being like, does Neil Gaiman know what he's done? And he retweeted it and he was like, oh yes, I know what I've done. Oh. <laughs> like I-, I love Neil Gaiman. I love him so much.
1: Oh, good. Cause like that show, I think I was telling you, like when it came out as a limited series, I was like, oh, that sucks. But at the same time, like it sucked. Mm-hmm. But also I was happy because yep. it, you're not spoiling, like it's, Yeah, You're not doing the You're telling the story
0: that's intended to be told, which I, for a lot of things these days, I definitely prefer. I Mm -hmm. definitely prefer if you're like...
1: Miracle Workers is one of those shows. Yes. I love Miracle Workers.
0: But it's telling a really specific story Story. that doesn't need... Like, no offence to Supernatural because obviously... Yeah, we're here for 15 seasons, I mean. We're here for 15 seasons, but uh, yes, this is a different thing. Like, the same thing with Black, um, Orphan Black. Like, Orphan Black is five... Seasons mm. told one story, and once it was done, they're like, "We're never doing all from Black* again." Yeah, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, but you could like, there's more," st-, and they're like, blah, blah, and "They're like, yeah, no, no, we want to tell this story. Good place. Now the story, yeah, the good place. Three seasons, like oh, four seasons, four seasons, four seasons.
1: But still, that's what I mean. Like, it's that you could, you've got the popularity, mm-hmm. you've got the money, you've got the budget. Mm-hmm. I'm sure execs would like not even mm-hmm. it would go past their eyes, and they would have all the rubber stamps stamping it. Mm-hmm. But it's keeping me integrity, mm-hmm. and I'm. Good omens. I was like, I feel like another season, and that yep. would be fine. And I and I'm am obviously now getting that, so fucking Hurrah for me. Hence why mm-hmm. my big gaping mouth. Um, oh, boy, it really goes up. Raising, just keep going. Push keep, past. Push, push past, past. Push past. <laughs> so I'm really glad. But mm-hmm. um, yeah,
0: like, I feel like because then it's the flip side oh, where the, where supernatural goes so far that it comes like it comes back around again. Like you yeah. know, it's the. It, it doesn't lose the integrity because it just goes past the integrity and comes back around. To, like it just keeps going. Like, it's, it's an infinite loop. It's, it's an infinite loop. But there's also been news about Supernatural yeah. that's come out. They're going to do a prequel. So oh do you want to talk about your kind of reaction? Because
1: then I'll talk about my reaction. Um, yeah. So I was like you message. This is how I found out. So I was at work. I was, I finished some work and I'm like, cat's going to treat herself with five minutes of internet time. Because I'm so adult. Business. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I'm scrolling through, you know, passing the line of COVID articles yeah. where I'm like, don't care right now because this is my time. Yep. And then I saw prequel Supernatural and like I thought it was a clickbait. So I clicked mm-hmm. on it. I was like, I'll click on it because obviously mm-hmm. podcast, I was doing it for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Not really. Not. I was just like, let's see what garbage you're going to give me. Mm-hmm. And then when I realized it wasn't a plot twist, it was actually going to happen. I'm like, mm-hmm. the fuck? Mm-hmm. And to find out that Jensen and his real life wife, I mean, She's obviously real life. <laughs> his, his real wife. His real wife, not real life wife, apparently. is <laughs> going, like, they're going to play, like, they're going to, Yeah, your turn, because that was mine. Yep. I was very exci- I'm excited here for it. Let's see how it all unravels. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'll say before we go any further. Yep. I don't think we can talk about this properly without spoilers.
0: Like, I just don't think we can. No. So if you are listening to this, and you genuinely don't want spoilers in the description for this episode. I'll put the like timestamps of like where we start talking yeah. about spoilery stuff and where we stop because I just don't think we can talk about any of what the prequel topic is without oh. actually talking about body. Yeah. Like,
1: it, you know how hard it was for me to tell my, my, my thoughts about mm-hmm. the prequel and also thinking, don't give spoilers. Yep. I've been really good, you did really well, Thank and I you. think. But I
0: just don't think we can go any no, further because I, I want to talk about some stuff, and there's just like literally no way that I can talk about it and yeah. not give spoilers. So if you don't want spoilers, mm-hmm. there's the timestamp starting from kind of now until whenever where yeah. we're doing spoilers. You can skip past that, and yeah, that we'll we even do- give you
1: a countdown. Maybe we'll give a countdown. Yeah, three. We'll oh, oh, go three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we know how to time. Yep, five, five, four, three, two, one. Two, one.
0: Okay, so basically, I saw the news in the morning, mm-hmm. and if I'm totally honest, because the topic, or I guess the plot of it, is it's meant to be a prequel, and it's about um, Mary and John or the yes. Winchester family. Yeah, and I honestly, my reaction when I saw it was, really, mm. really, mm. that story. That's the story. Really, mm. okay, and then. I percolated on it <laughs> yes. a little bit and I sort of read a little bit more. So, as Kat alluded to before she got distracted by describing Daniil Ackles as being real. Um, <laughs> yes, that person, <laughs> yes. Um, and we we did cut this out of the podcast, but I, because it was a spoiler, but I guess I can talk about it now, which is Daniil Ackles, much, much later in the show, actually plays a character, yeah. um, which I'm not going to tell you what it is, only because Kat doesn't know. And no. it's, I, I, I don't want to spoil things for Kat because, firstly, she forgets everything anyway. And secondly, it's way more fun for me when she doesn't know things are coming. But yeah, so she plays a character way and so she's going to appear. Her and Jensen have a production company called Chaos Productions or yes, yes, Chaos Productions. What this means at its core though, Jensen owns the rights to Supernatural. Like that's what this means because it's his production company and they don't want to just tell this story. Like this is the start or the first story that they want to tell in the supernatural universe.
1: So potentially we may get another season of, like, Bobby. Yeah, we could get <gasps> – Like, uh, yeah, like, you could get there's, – there's a lot of
0: potential. And so that was my first thing was, like, there's only two human people on this planet who I really think have the right to own the rights to Supernatural, which is oh, Jensen yeah. or Jared. Yep. Like, they are the only two people who yep. I think have any right to have the rights of that. Oh, yep. Because it's them. They they created this world. They've created like they are the reason that this world existed, and
1: they are the soup base. Yes, so, sorry. I mean like it's <laughs> sorry, but you know what I mean. Like they're the main ingredient. Yes, to the they soup. <laughs>
0: they like obviously are Kripke created this world. Obviously, like you know we have our favorite writers and directors mm. and all that sort of stuff. But like, its enduring legacy is these two. Yeah, creating this family. And creating this culture that yep. made it so they created the world. And you know, Jensen's a director and he's directed a lot of episodes of Supernatural mm. and like that was my first thing to be like, if this was just the CW wanting to cash in yeah. on Supernatural, I wouldn't be interested. No nope. but like Jensen has literally described Dean he's like Dean's right here. He's like he's he is in me, he's not going anywhere. He's like Dean is the best imaginary best friend that I've ever had. Aww. I know my Aww. heart can't handle that. No. Like he Aww. loves this show to his core. And so I'm like, I trust Jensen. Yeah. I, and so it's not just a cash grab from the CW to cash in on the show to no. like, keep it going. So they're that was like, for f- the ride. Yeah. And then my second reason for being like, okay, yeah. okay, is the writer that's been attached to this script that they're developing, which is Robbie Thompson. Robbie Thompson. Oh my God. Yes. Who do you think Robbie Thompson is?
1: I was going to say Rob Thompson as in uh, Veronica Mars no. and I Zombie. <laughs> no. No? No. Well, I'm going to stop leaning in. I'm going I'm to maybe cut that. Out and- oh, so- man. Oh.
0: Only because <laughs> let me get there. Yeah, all right. And I was like, oh, me. So the writer that's been attached to it is Robbie Thompson. And Robbie Thompson wrote and created the character of Charlie. <gasps> and he wrote almost every single one of her episodes. He also wrote like a ton of my favorite episodes. He wrote the two um, hundredth episode fan fiction that I, mus- I, I wouldn't call it a
1: musical. I wouldn't call it musical, a musical. It has music. It has a musical, musical in it. it I would a, not. A, yeah, 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 it's yeah. not a musical episode. It has one of the favorite songs that John and I sing often to each other yep. in the house. You know, John and Mary. Look, I love that fucking song so much. Yep. Like, all right. So he wrote that episode. He wrote oh, a bunch laughing. of episodes. The LARPing episode. Yeah, he wrote that episode. Oh, that's a great episode. He, wrote, like, he, wrote, he basically wrote every single one of Charlie's episodes. Oh, I mean, is he the one I have to hunt down and kill? No, 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 no. Because he, he didn't write that episode. Thank fuck, because I'm like, did he write that episode? No, no. Good, no, no, all right. No. He didn't write that episode. I, um, Good thing we are definitely gave the spoiler away. Yeah, this is what
0: I mean. Like, we literally can't talk about yeah, this. Yeah, no. Because I need to talk about the fact that he wrote this incredible incredible character like strong female character strong female character strong lgbt oh yeah CIA, positive character you know obviously the having it played by felicia day is master stroke I mean, yeah but like he wrote her he wrote a ton of my favorite episodes like i said including the 200th episode yeah he wrote a bunch of episodes in season 11 that i love robbie thompson i th- really trust him i think oh, particularly yeah. because he wrote fan fiction and that episode to me is a really beautiful encapsulation of. Like he gets the show. Yeah. And he gets the characters and he and just the nuances. Yeah, and he writes these really beautiful things and he like I just I just trust him to write something that doesn't kind of gloss over John or Mary or any of like, you know, the fact that they are together because the powers that be essentially needed them to get together so that they could have Sam and Dean, so that they could have the perfect vessels for Lucifer and Michael, like Mm. Like that's the whole reason. Like mm. I sort
1: of trust him to deal with that stuff and not and just like, we gloss already over it. Know, like I do. We already know because when Dean goes back in time, yeah, we already know some of how, like, how the story, like, how Mary and John meet and why they meet and why mm-hmm. there was some controversy. I won't spoil well, twist that because I kind of remember. Like Mary's from a hunting family, mm-hmm. yeah, and John has no idea. So yep. and, I, and like we we get a couple of peppered through yeah, the seasons. Yeah, and John's about...
0: family obviously comes from the men of letters,
1: and yeah. so oh. that's right. Shit, because that's the punker. Ah! So See? like,
0: <laughs> I'm really interested to explore this world. It's gonna be set in the '70s, so like <gasps> '70s clothes and '70s music. and oh, like, yeah, so yeah, yeah, cars, yeah. Like, so I'm will. Here's what I'll say. I'm willing to let them try. Anyway, I think we can probably wrap up talking about. Yeah, the yeah, pre- yeah. We pre- can now. On.
1: Yeah. All right. Shall we get into the episode? This episode, I forgot about, and I actually thought it was about vampires, right? Because of the way that it opens. Because it, I was like, "Oh, is this supposed to be vampires?"
0: Well, firstly, everyone drink because <laughs> we made that part of the drinking game what last was- time. <laughs> Every time you say, "I've forgotten a plot point," I forgot <laughs> oh, that yes. this happened. I forgot about this episode. <gasps> so
1: everybody drunk. <laughs>
0: so everybody drink.
1: Yeah, everyone have a lot of drinks because um yeah, I watched it and went. Wow, I didn't know we got into vampire so quickly. Oh no, actually we didn't. No. So uh, yeah, I guess I did forget the plot point. I think because it just reminded me of like other episodes in the series. That mm-hmm. was like, oh yeah, this is how it starts off. It's not in this one? I, mean, I was like, oh, cool. But it was a good episode. Like it was, mm-hmm. it, it was good. It starts off. Do we know who wrote it? I mean, we I do. Don't.
0: So we've we've actually got our boys together at last. Written by Eric Kripke, directed by Kim Manners. Ooh, so, finally. So, oh. It, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well,
0: suddenly a lot of things make <laughs> yeah. sense. But we open on Chicago, Illinois, and we have uh, a girl. She's walking down the street. She's listening to jazz, like she's maybe walking home from work. Hmm. This girl had the most unintentional influence on me because she's really my vibe, particularly oh, yeah. back then. Like, very cool, kind of clearly very like almost independent. Like, she's listening to jazz music, and I was just like, I didn't even know you could just like listen to jazz music, like,
1: and own your shit.
0: Like, I was mm. a bit obsessed um, with her.
1: Also, the haircut, the yeah. fashion, like, she doesn't look, she could walk around, like, she could literally walk yeah. to, like, I could pass her in the shopping center, and I wouldn't go, holy shit, the 2006 clothes, they want the clothes back. Yeah. She looked modern like even yeah. but back then she would have been like the uncool chick yeah like the weird it's very vibe-y. like yeah alternative if, indie yeah.
0: absolutely my vibe a hundred percent
1: but then she
0: gets chased by a figure mm-hmm. very menacing it's very scary like mm. this like shadow of like a like it looks like like it Wind might be a man yeah um it's really scary and just like generally scary if you are a woman walking at night by yourself. <laughs>
1: that's the first thing. That mm-hmm. was my note. I was like, isn't it odd that as a woman watching this, mm-hmm. when she was walking by herself with headphones in, I was like, that's something you shouldn't do. And then I had to pause and go, Holy shit, have I only just realized that this is holy shit, like yeah. culture. We yeah. we won't talk about it because it's all that's not its own podcast. That's also its own podcast. That's also its own
0: podcast. Anyway, so she gets chased by this mysterious figure. She goes back to her apartment. For me, when I was 17 and I was starting to think about becoming like an adult and like what I imagined that life to look like, Mm. you know, I was single. I really wasn't thinking about a life with like a person when I was 17, her apartment I was, like, obsessed. Oh, yeah. Like, it's so my aesthetic. It's, mm. like, this independent, like, clearly this independent person who's mm. put aside a bit of money. She lives on her own. Like, she clearly has this cool job where she works at like, I was a bit obsessed with this girl yep. and the backstory that I created for her, like, because she was so my vibe and so my aesthetic and, like, I was really into everything about her, and she yep. unintentionally had a pretty big influence on my life. Thanks, Meredith. Life. Meredith, um, thank you for your weird influence on my life. So she gets into her apartment, she locks all the doors, she's dead, she um, bolts the door, she turns this alarm system back on. Mm-hmm. And again, this is like. My protection. Playing on some fears as single, women,
1: as a single as woman,
0: living alone mm-hmm. that this podcast does not have time to get into yeah. <laughs> in depth, but like. The, the true fear of not being even safe in your own home and yeah. like not you know she did everything right you know yeah. she got into her house
1: she's got a she's got a bolt windows a lo- windows are locked mm-hmm. properly like everything is like secure she's not leaving a window open for mm-hmm. for a breeze kind of thing yeah and she gets attacked
0: by this figure and it clearly again not you mean f- condom fingers yes <laughs> weird condom fingers implied to tear her to shreds. Once again, not the greatest of CGI.
1: <laughs> no, I was like, is that CGI form or is it condom fingers? I yeah. went with condom fingers.
0: That's the cold open. We then cut to Sam and Dean rocking up um, a while later. Yeah,
1: about a week, I think it was. I think.
0: And they are dressed as security repairmen. Mm-hmm. Um, I love an elaborate costume. <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel like it's more Sam that likes the costume because <laughs> yeah. we find it in this episode where Dean's a bit huffy because he's telling he's telling Sam, he's like... Oh, these elaborate costumes, like they cost money, money, money hasn't grown tree- trees, you know how hard it is to do credit card fraud. So they go in pretending to
0: basically do an analysis on the apartment because- And find the- out what happened and yeah. why their security system failed. Exactly. And the, I guess like superintendent or maybe like the manager of the apartment Yeah, like apartment the property building, manager, like the- She's like, well, your system's a shit because yeah. it was on and she was everywhere. was yeah.
1: all over the Yeah, apartment. she was torn- She was over there. She was was really well adjusted Mm. for someone who found her a couple days later. Yeah. Basically in every part of the house. Yeah. Or sorry, the apartment. So well adjusted because I would have, if that was me, I'd be like, she was fucking everywhere. Like I would not be there. I wouldn't be present. I'd be like, I'm taking some personal time. Someone else can manage this building while I am in the loony bin because I've seen someone a week later strident over the office, like strident over her place in pieces. Yeah. um, And then they
0: are sort of looking around the house, like looking around the apartment. They're like, there's really nothing here. It's like not a werewolf because the lunar cycle is not right. Yeah. Uh, and then Dean notices some blood splatters on the ground and realizes that they make yeah, like a, rug. a weird symbol, which every time I see this, I'm like, dude, how? Yeah.
1: yeah <laughs> like I'm impressed. It, I'm yeah. not saying
0: I'm not impressed, but I'm also like,
1: I, I don't see it. <laughs> yeah. Because we get the overall, we get an overhead shot at, like, it's very very fleeting, of the the rug that has all these splatters on it. And mm-hmm. I thought they were fur, because they're so dark. Oh, uh, yep, yep, yep. So I was like, oh, maybe it's fur. And we, again, because I forgot the plot of this episode. mm mm-hmm. Whoever's listening and doing the drinking game, you're drunk. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> please don't drink and drive. Mm. And I assumed it was fur. And then when they did the, like, then, you know, Dean's like, fine, get me some marketing tape. And I'm like, oh, okay, you're going to. And I literally thought he was going to do, like, you know, CSI, get the, the, the tape on, oh, yep, yep, the yep, fur yep. on the tape to then take away to, I don't know, study. Yeah. I thought, way too scientific, scientific yeah. <laughs> on that one. Clearly not. Um, And then when he starts, like, just ripping the tape and they're ripping it and it's like a montage of them putting tape on the ground, I'm like, what? This is, that is like walking up to, like, um, a Pollock painting and mm-hmm. doing the same thing. Yeah. And trying to make a symbol out of it. Yeah. It's not a symbol, mate. Yeah. But all right. So they find this symbol and mm-hmm.
0: they're like, we need to go do some research. Yep. They go to the bar that Meredith works at. Yep. Uh, Dean tries to interrogate, quote unquote, the bartender. Is it uh, a- no, Amy was the police officer. We Amy out. was the, the Sagittarian police officer. Yeah. She has a uh, tattoo somewhere where we don't know, but we assume yes. somewhere in the naughty places. Yes. Somewhere fun. Yeah. Bet it's a tramp stamp. It's 2006. It's
1: 2000. It's so a tram stamp. It's so a tram or stamp. Or it's on, you know where it is? It's on the hip bone. Yes on the front yeah on the front on the front on the uh pubis near the pubis yeah mm-hmm.
0: for sure yeah for sure yeah um anyway. so dean gets the number of the bartender
1: but also not very much helpful information no. buried was well liked or oh, as i like it's very normal as i like what uh sam calls it he's not thinking with his upstairs brain yes. and i fucking lost it i was laughing for so long and i now use that in my daily life like are you using your upstairs brain
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, Sam hasn't really figured out what the symbol is. No, um, and then he—they're sort of talking about what the next move is. Uh, then Sam sees a familiar face, but
1: he—he looks past Dean, mm-hmm. and it's almost like laser focus because yeah. for him to get to who this familiar face is, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people he has to navigate through. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what? And then we see the back of a blonde head. Yes, and we realise
0: that it's Meg, who yep. we met back in Scarecrow. Yes. By the side of the road. Now, obviously, at this point, we, as the viewers, know that she's up to some shenanigans. Yeah,
1: she's not on um, on the up and up.
0: She's not a good person, yeah. question mark. Um, but Sam and Dean obviously don't know that. Dean obviously has no clue who she is whatsoever. So Sam and Meg have this kind of flirty conversation. He's obviously got his story all worked out, that he's visiting family. Yeah. She has her story all worked out. Not that Sam knows that. Mm. Um, that she- but he does
1: have some questions, but... That- on the second watching of it, mm-hmm. I was like, they're very, in, obviously remembering mm-hmm. the plot of the episode, they're very much like, I need information from you. And it was very organic of the way how he out her last name. Where, was she, hang on, why aren't you in California? Where are you from? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, shit, son.
0: Yeah. So he finds out that, because she was originally going to California. Yeah, back where in, he was going. Yeah, back in Scarecrow. She went, she came, she saw, she conquered. Oh, yeah, she, she met was. Chad Michael Murray. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, One Tree Hill. Yeah, so yes, he was one in One Tree Hill, but he was in Gilmore Girls with Jared Padalecki in the like first season. Was he?
1: Yeah, so like they they know wow, each Chad other. And, yeah, wow, he got around in the in the two thousands. He sure he did because he was in Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. He was in One Tree Hill. Mm-hmm. He was in some movies, obviously uh, Cinderella Story. Yeah, fucking fantastic with Hilary Duff, and I love mm-hmm. Hilary, love her, love mm-hmm. everything about her. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so that's that's where that why that joke's there Ew. because Ew. then he goes who because he's like someone Michael Murray and then Sam goes who, who? and obviously that's uh, that's, that's little, the joke
1: that's the tongue in cheek yeah, yes yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah,
0: the nod yeah. that's the nod is okay, because okay, they do okay, actually okay. know each other and
1: Kat's is like eh? yeah <laughs> Kat's like okay yeah. <laughs> Sand of my life really it's how I live my life my like, huh? uh, yeah and that's why I do the research for the podcast yeah that's why Kat's um, is here for the.
0: The talking yes, cat's <laughs> just the talent.
1: Yeah, um, flicks hair. <laughs> Meg rips into Dean because oh. obviously
0: the conversations that Sam had back in Scarecrow. This was after the yeah. massive
1: fight. I also like when he clears his throat because he clearly wants to be introduced so yeah. he can, you know, use his moxie. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, <clears throat> and like, she's, she's like, like, like dude, dude, cover your mouth. Like, <laughs> don't be gross. And she, we know as the audience, that she knows who he is, and yeah. she is on brand for herself to. Try and win Sam over. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So she go- rips him to shreds and he's like so uncomfortable.
1: He's like, I'm gonna go get a drink. I like how he just like shimmies he's away. Like, like I just- don't I don't understand what's happening. He's like, oh well, uh, awkward. I'm gonna go get a drink. And then just leaves It's like, shit.
0: Mm-hmm. But when Sam and Dean leave, Sam is like immediately like, no, there's something going on here. I met her randomly by the side of the road, just after you and I had a massive fight. And now we're here. And she's here too, in the bar of the woman whose death we're invents. He's like, They're This is not a coincidence no. to me. And Dean's a little bit like, I don't I think you're not thinking with your upstairs brain. I think you you're a you're little you using
1: into- your you're using your upstairs brain too much. Yeah. He's like, I think you're a little into this girl. Like I think yeah. that's what you But also that's after he rips him in the shreds and mm-hmm. goes, where did you tell this random chick? Yeah. Are you luggage? Like Do you feel like I'm treating you like luggage? Like yeah. And he's very offended. But then Sam's just like, I'm disregarding your little tanty right now because these facts are facts. And this is like, this yeah. makes no sense. Like, this is not a co-, And he's like, it's a coincidence. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's not a coincidence. This is the chain of events. And he's like, I need you to go do these things. And Sam's is like, and I love that. Sorry, not Sam. Dean is like, yeah, you, know, you need to start using your downstairs brain. No mm-hmm. one.
0: He's like, so you're going to, he's like, I'm going to keep an eye on Meg. He's like, sure you are pervert. Yeah. And this is my next note for this is like, you really feel the difference of this being a Kripke episode. Like you can see, mm. Jensen and Jared are super comfy with Sam and Dean. Yeah, like they're really, really comfy with like, particularly because we've fairly recently did Route Six Six Six, which we yeah. talked about like how it felt really labored and the dialogue really didn't work. And like, oh, it was
1: very. Stint. But even
0: Oof. like, even coming from the last two episodes that we've done, like, there's just something else here when oh, yeah, it's, this- when it's Kripke's written episode, and even then uh, to have. Kim Manor's being the one to direct it. Like you can sort of feel yeah. that there's something else going on. It's in very this natural. It's
1: very organic. Mm-hmm. Everything seems to click in the play. Like there's no clunk. There's no, no. and obviously Meg and her, in mm-hmm. her character, when we find out throughout the episode, mm-hmm. it's also quite organic as well. Like yeah. everything makes sense. Yes. And Every- all the supporting characters are doing the, the things. It, yeah.
0: It's really well, it's really well written and you can see how comfy they are in their characters. Mm-hmm. And you don't like, you're not really seeing them trying to like, think about the acting that they're doing. So I just really noticed that in this exchange Mm. and like just like the clipping back and forth between the two of them was like.
1: It wasn't forced and it wasn't stagnant. It wasn't, oh, you've, it almost felt like it was ablin.
0: Yeah. It was really leaning into their chemistry. It Mm. was really leaning into these characters. Mm. And so, yeah. So I feel like you can really see the difference in this
1: episode. Oh, especially where we've come from.
0: Yeah. Some of the rougher episodes we've had of like. Yeah, just having a Krippke episode and having him write
1: and Mm. these characters. we're getting close to the end as well. Yeah. We're we're six episodes out from the season. Exactly. finalised.
0: Sam goes to keep an eye on Meg. (laughs) Um, Dean goes to do research. Dean calls Sam while Sam's keeping an eye on Meg in her apartment and sort of talks about the fact that the sign is for a Deva, which is a Zoroastrian god, which always makes me think of Ghostbusters because I'm ninety nine percent sure that um Zool is Zoroastrian <laughs> as well. Um nice. so it always makes me think of it always makes me think of Ghostbusters. I mean, sure. Sure. Sam is like, Wow, I didn't know you could like figure all this out, and he's like, No, I ultimately Dean reveals that he called one of their dad friends. Yeah. But you know, the Dean saw a symbol in carpet, so that like I thought
1: was first. So I mean he's yeah, his- so
0: you know, they you know, they've both got strengths. And so now they know what it is that it's a shadow creature that is yep. attacking, but it's, like, caging a pit bull to, like, have a dava attack people. And, like, it's kind of crazy that someone, mm. like, someone has to be controlling it. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, <laughs> Sam sees Meg leave the apartment. Um, He's watched her up
1: in the, get changed, like, putting. She's gets on, called a pervert. <laughs> yeah, get by a lady walking yep. past. He was watching her. She wasn't undressing. She yep. was getting dressed like, there's no boobs, but we do to have a very sexy black bra. Yes. Very sensual black bra. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if he's feeling it. I think he's just like, eh, something up with you. But we find out that Dean has also done research to find out who Meg Masters mm-hmm. is and that she's a real person and everything yep. that she said to Sam mm-hmm. was correct.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that like her backstory checks out and she seems to be normal. And so Dean's like, why don't you go up and give her a private stripper
1: yeah, and I'm just like, oh, God, Dean. i was De- like, Dean, no.
0: <laughs> Dean, I mean, again, this is a Kripke episode, yeah. so the Moxie is at a 10 out of – Oh, yeah. 20 out of 10.
1: And also he is trying to push Sam in a sense of they've had they've gone through some things, mm. um, and obviously with um, not Benders but with root 666, mm-hmm. you know, Sam was doing the pushing of Dean yeah. to – Go get your freak on, and all those things. So I feel like it's now Sam, uh, sorry Mm -hmm. Dean's turn to return that favor. Yeah, but uh, in a sense that there's no chemistry here, and I think that like I actually find that really interesting
0: that they are that Sam's immediately suspicious because that's what you expect from him and from a Winchester is like Mm. this is suspicious. Yep, and I'm really glad that they kind of went that way instead of him being like innocent and like. I, I just appreciated that yeah. like his instincts kicked in, which yep. is what they should do yeah. automatically. Yeah. and obviously she's still trying to play this role that she's created, that's yep. meant to be getting him on his getting on his side. Yep. I just realized since we're sort of talking about perverts, and this oh. this, this is this is a hundred percent the fault the fault of the boys because I watched I finished the boys and then I watched this episode, and f- f- the end of season two of the boys, there is a. Uh, a climactic moment oh, towards with, um, the end no, with with, with, um, with Homelander. There's a climactic moment with Homelander at the that, end. At the is, end, yeah, yep, yep. At, that probably put this that put this note into my mind, which is uh-huh. like, how do they jerk off, Sam and Dean? They live in they share motel rooms all the time. Do do we think they have like a, a boy a boy code that like if you come I in say and the like, shower yeah I was gonna say do they just jerk off in the shower because
1: yeah you know what I've had this thought too yes but because like I don't mean a se- like not to sexualize them I mean because Megan does that for everybody yeah you're really. welcome everybody but in the sense of like you know as siblings like I had my own room yeah I was a teenager I know what I did like, yeah you know, God knows what I did if there is a God He knows what I did and you yeah. know have fun mate looking at that you big perv yeah. But yeah, they're like you said. They're always in dodgy hotels. Mm -hmm. Even if they do go for a shower, Mm. those walls are thin.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I'm assuming. I I just assume there's a bit of a cone of silence scenario. If you're in the shower and you take thirty minutes to have a shower, no one's questioning it. Nobody's business. Nope. Like if that door's locked, you're not just bursting in to like brush your teeth because they're like brothers. So like, I'm not trying to be weird,
1: guys. Yeah. But like, Google. Do not. No, 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 no. (laughs) We're not not even opening that can of worms. Yeah. No, don't Google that, please. But I also, you know how like a lot, of, a lot of episodes we've seen, like one of them goes and gets coffee in my brain. You know how yeah. I, you know how I write stuff. You know how I write things that the, un, the stuff that's not on screen. Yep. you know how I do that. My brain legit has written that when like Sam or Dean have mm-hmm. gone off to go get coffee, it's enough time yep. for. It just always seems like when when they have had the magical internet in their hotel rooms that are mm-hmm. dodgy. Like when it's two thousand six. Where Dean has gone off to go get, you know, procure like pie or, you know, mm-hmm. junk food or coffee mm-hmm. and Sam's alone. Mm-hmm. I feel like Sam may just as a precaution go into the bathroom. Lock the door. Lock the door in case Dean comes back with coffee cooker. But I feel like that's a good 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, that. Or, You're welcome, guys. Wow. Well, we just talked about masturbation. Yeah. All right. Well, well, I think we
0: solved that mystery. I,
1: we have, but also good one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I
0: entirely blew the last season, the last episode of the boys, because that's that's where my headspace was, and then I watched this episode. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, yes. Anyway, <laughs> so Sam follows Meg. They go to this, he goes to this warehouse. He like climbs up in the elevator shaft. The very old school watches one. and what like watches her. She's got the same kind of chalice mm-hmm. um, that you Gauntlet. Goblet is the word that oh, you're looking for. Thank
1: you. I was like goblet? I figured it out
0: way after that conversation. I don't even I don't even know how much of that I kept in the episode because it went on for a while and I was like, yeah. I don't think that's the word you're looking for. But the word you were looking for is goblet. Okay, cool. Thank not you. Not gauntlet. Gauntlet is like a glove.
1: Ah, um okay. but the
0: word you're looking for is goblet.
1: Okay, cool, thank you.
0: Anyway, she's got that same goblet or chalice that she had in the in Scarecrow. Mm-hmm. Um she's talking to someone, she's saying the the Winchester boys are here. Like you, you shouldn't come. Like I didn't know they were going to be here. Yep. So it's clear or implied because there's an altar and you need an altar to control the Daver. Um, that maybe Meg is the one controlling this, but that there's something, there's something or someone else she's working involved. For someone. Yes. yes. And so she goes back. Uh, sorry, not she. He goes back. To, Sam goes back. Runs into Dean. Love when they talk in unison. It's very cute when they talk in unison. Mm. They're both like, "Dude, I got to talk to you." Um, Sam explains everything that he's seen. You said the Deva are like animals. They're they are not capable of communication. So mm. clearly there's someone else that she was communicating with. Yeah. And means like, well, now I need to tell you what I've found, which is that both of the victims, because we haven't mentioned it, but there was another victim, victim a much yeah. older guy, who was like an investment banker, so couldn't yeah. be further away from Meredith. well. There yeah, was really no, no connection. No
1: connections whatsoever.
0: Um, but they were both born in Lawrence, Kansas. So they were both born in the boys' hometown.
1: Yeah, which... When we, th- when we know like when mm-hmm. we when we in like the episode of like the first episode, mm-hmm. it's interesting because we get the sense that Lawrence, Kansas, is like a country town, yeah, small fucking town, and yet you've got two people living in the same city. Again, it I feel like that was a bit of a little, little plot point because we're talking about how Meg is in this town. Too, it's like that's too much of a coincidence, yeah. And then you've got these two people who are from different generations because obviously mm-hmm. Meredith was younger. The first victim was older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're in the same town. They're, yeah. They're but also we're in Chicago, so Chicago is also a big town or a big city. Yeah. So, so I think
0: Lawrence is bigger than we think it is. We think it's a small country town. I don't think it's a small country town because okay, cool. it's a real place. Oh, okay, cool. Like it's a real place in Kansas. Like ah. it's not – it's not a place that they made up for the show. Ah, uh, okay, cool. Um, and it's to what from what I know, it's like a regular me medium sized like, like city. Colour. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. it's like it like a city. So yeah, okay, it's cool, it's but... not it's not teeny tiny. Okay, cool. Sorry. I think in our heads we were just like be- <laughs> Lawrence, Kansas is mid tiny, but it's actually not. Okay, cool. It's like a normal sized well, town slash city. They think Meg is involved maybe with The demon that killed their mom. All of this is falling together. Mm. Like Meg being here, like Sam running into her at these two kind of pivotal points of their story. Obviously now the victims
1: coming both from Mm -hmm. Lawrence.
0: They're like, maybe this is the demon. Maybe this is it. Like maybe this is what we found. Maybe that's who's coming is the demon. And so they're getting ready. They're preparing their arsenal to go Mm. fight this thing. And Sam is like, imagine if this is it. Imagine if this is over. Oh, this scene has got. It's and this broken. is it, again. This is Kripke, mm. and like it. Yeah, he's like, I, you know, I could. I'll sleep for a month. I could, could go back to school. I'll be a normal person again.
1: Dean's eyes of puppy dogs mm-hmm. of broken hearts. It's like going to an adoption center, knowing mm-hmm. you're going to get a pet because you want to do the right thing. And you see twenty animals, but you know you can only take one. Mm-hmm. And seeing all the disappointed faces looking at you—that is what I felt today. Mm-hmm.
0: And Sam's like, "Well, Dean, what do you want for yourself? Like, because yes. he's, he's, Dean's like, there's always going to be something else to fight. There's always like evil. This to, is not it. This is not the end of anything. No. I you know, it's always something else to hunt. And Dean's like, "Well, I don't want you to leave straight away. You know, I want us to go back to being a family. And Sam's like, "Well, we are a family, and..." but we can't ever go back to what we were before I had the fight with dad, before I left for Stanford. Like, mm. And Dean's like, well, why not? He's like, well, I. Sam's like, I don't want
1: to go back. I want to go forward. And it's just. Dean's face of just being heartbroken. I've mm-hmm. just, yeah, when he says that and you just see, it's almost like Dean taps into, you know, he, in his inner child. is like, yeah. I ju- he's had so much upheaval in his life. Mm-hmm. We keep forgetting that he is. Had trauma since his mom died. Yeah. He was around. He, he understands what happened. Mm-hmm. And then to hear his baby brother, who that's, you know, I got you when dad was missing because I missed you. Yeah. Like, yes, you were here to help me, but I missed you. Yeah. Like, I want my family back. Mm hmm. Broke my fucking heart. I was like, oh God, is that mm-hmm. what kids of divorce feel like? Oh God. <laughs> like, it was very much tapping into that. Yeah. He's grieved and he's like, the only thing that's going to make me feel whole again is being around my family.
0: Yeah. And I think it's also taps into Dean's kind of inherent abandonment issues, which we've talked about like in skin that the skinwalker tapped into here, tapped into that and was like, you, you know, everyone always leaves me, you know, Mum left and then dad left and you know, you You left. left. And we sort of, unfortunately, like we talked about in the episode, wish it had been in a different episode in a different context, been route 666 with, with Cassie, like he put himself out there, like maybe we've got a future and she shut him down and like, Yep. All of this kind of plays into his abandonment issues that, like, everyone always Just leaves, leaves in, in the end. And uh, Dean's oh, baby Dean. sweet baby angel. But then Sam's also right. Like, Yeah, you can't live in the past. You can't live in the past and you have to pick your own journeys together. Yeah. Yeah. Heartbreaking scene. Great acting on, on oh, both of their bo- parts. Both of them.
1: Both of them acted their faces off. It and was it's, really good. It's funny because Jared becomes, like, he... His response is almost like being the older sibling. Mm -hmm. And it's, I guess, it's, you and I both know, it's having self-awareness. Yeah, Because he hasn't had the same journey as Dean as a child, because he was an innocent six-month-old baby when Mm -hmm. this all kicked off, he doesn't have the same trauma, so therefore he's been able to grasp things a lot easier. And when he, he's always challenged the status quo of what dad and Dean are doing, Mm. because he doesn't understand why. He's had he's grown self awareness quicker, and he's, that's why he was able to leave. Even though he left on bad terms with his dad mm-hmm. to go Stanford, he still managed to get out and grow as a human. Whereas I feel like Dean is still teenage Dean that was trying to please Dad. Yeah, um,
0: but I also think like as the oldest, you feel that loyalty, and oh yeah, you sort of trying to talk about this without getting too spoilery is really hard. I uh, know it's really hard because we know things more about stuff that stuff. happens later. Um. I don't know if I can talk about any more because I no, think let's it's move too spoilery. But at the
1: same time, like, it's...
0: I just think that, like, there's there's more going on here than just Dean oh, not yeah. having, like, self went I think he's very self-aware, but just...
1: It's reserved more so than Sam. Because Sam's obviously done things like he's left the the, the yeah. hunting life. He, le- he shut the door on that when he went to Stanford. Yeah, He made clear paths for himself because I think that's just his personality. I think yeah. he's much like... I know where I've come from, but I'm, to, you know, it's the whole generational yeah. trauma. He's like, I'm going to switch that off and I'm going to go forge my own path and have my own yeah. life and have my own family and it's not going to involve this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I can't talk about anymore okay, because cool. it's, all, it's all spoilery stuff, for it's all good. stuff that happens in, in later episodes. But I have a lot more to say and I guess we'll get there. So they go to the warehouse. Yep. At some point they've called, um, Dean called their dad to be like, we think we found the demon. Like yep. we think this is what's going on. My note here do- <laughs> my note here does say, My dudes, how do we not know that this is a trap? Because it's clearly a trap. Yeah.
1: Like it's Such trap. Oh yeah. Such trap. She knew Sam was peeking and yeah. rooting around, like I shouldn't say rooting around, but he was like, you know, yeah. peeping on her. Like she obviously if she has a cup full of blood, yeah, and she's talking to nothing, yeah. Bitch knows.
0: Yeah, it's it's so obviously a trap. But I guess we're talking about season one, Sam and Dean here. So they obviously they're didn't young. Reali- they're they're, they're young. They didn't realize that it was a trap. Yeah. Um. So they go to the warehouse. They try and sneak up on Meg. She knows that they're there. Yep. She sets the Daver on them. Knocks them out. They wake up. They're tied up. Then my really know- good.
1: Like, whoever did the um the, the makeup like mm. the CS, uh was it, CPX, CFX? VFX. Thank you. Um. Really good job. Like, yeah. really good. Like, the, like, tears in their face the were really face, real. Like, like yeah. yeah. It was like, okay.
0: this it Yeah, it looks really good. She explains the whole thing was a trap. And so <laughs> this is, like, <laughs> layers upon twist. layers upon layers. Obviously, like, we knew that Meg was bad, but Sam didn't know. And then Sam works it out. And then. Yeah. And so there's lots of layers to this. And so Meg reveals, obviously, it's a trap, guys. Done. It's a trap. <laughs> But I then she, she reveals that, the, them that. Tra- the trap is for their dad. Yeah. The trap is not for them. Yeah. Um, because she they're knows, like- yeah, she knows that they their dad has one weak witness, which is them. Yep. And there's one thing that is going to get him to show up, and that is capturing Sam and Dean.
1: And then things get, as I put in my notes, things get weird and horny. Yeah, but in an odd way. And, and I feel like because they're both tied up against posts, mm-hmm. you know, Obviously, Meg is not getting horny on Dean. She's no. getting horny on Sam. Yeah, but it's very like Jasmine and Jafar. Yes, very much like I'm. But she's doing... for some reason both Jasmine and Jafar. Yeah, it's, it's, it's both. <laughs> but it's just it's very much like you know. I was just like Jafar. It's yeah. just like Ugh. yeah. And I was watching this, and Dean's just obviously, you know, he's cutting. He's obviously where they got fucking kitchen knives.
0: Yeah, they're they're like little, well, they're not butter knives. They're like proper little, like proper little knives.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, he's managed to get out and then, you know, she's all like, oh, 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 oh." it was just a lie. And I didn't like it. I don't, I get it. And I mean, this is how it actually would be if you were trying to seduce the enemy, right? Like it's very awkward, uncomfortable. Weird. Weird, not horny. It's not ticking any of my like juicy boxes. Like, no, no, no. And then all of a sudden, you know, he's just like, oh, it wasn't a distraction for me. me. It was a distraction that I've distracted you the entire time and I'm going to, like, throw you off me. Yeah. As he picks her up. And in this scene, again, I've mentioned this before, where Jared is the actor, is Mm. quite tall and obviously has big hands. When he picks up and throws her, it looks like he's picking up, like, a piece of paper. Yeah. Because, again, she's quite small. She's quite small. And he's ginormous. Ginormous. And it just looked like he was just, Throwing a piece of paper across the room, so it was like, huh, things I've noticed when Jared's tall.
0: Yes, uh, so yeah, so they they both have like knives concealed upon their person somewhere. Um, at first, Sam is distracting Meg; she's getting all up in his grill in a kind of gross way. Um, but she realizes Dean's trying to break loose, and then she gets
1: huffy about that. By the she way. gets
0: huffy about that, then she goes back to Sam.
1: Question: and, though, mm-hmm. Do you think she's huffy because she had to stop making out with Sam, or she's huffy that? was trying to escape.
0: Both. I would say both.
1: Yeah, like she yeah. she just wants to have her fun.
0: She's she's just a little bit crazy. Because they don't really know what Meg is. They no. don't really know, you know, what her affiliation is with the demon. Um but by Sam getting loose, he throws her off and the Daver attacks her. Oh, he destroys the altar. And that, yep. that causes the Daver right. to attack her because that's the other
1: thing that I realized that I like does, because it's almost like yep. it's at his knee height. Yeah. And he like flips it and I'm like, mate, you could have just
0: kicked it with your toe. Yeah. And so that obviously sets the deva on her and they throw her out a window. Yeah. Um so she falls so gracefully out the window though. It it like all of that stuff did look quite good. good. Yeah. Like it, it holds up. So they head back to the motel because they left a bunch of stuff there. They open the door and there's like a figure, a medicine figure.
1: figure. He does like a side profile kind of turn. mm -hmm. Like, who the fuck are you kind of attitude. And then we realise it's (gasps) Dad.
0: It's Dada! Um, He's he's back, he's here. Meg had said that she knew that Dad was in town and that's how she knew he was going to come. And they were both like, no, he's far, far away. But obviously she did know something that they didn't because he clearly was there, but he had decided not to come because he thought it was a trap.
1: Yeah, it was um, all right.
0: And I just really love this interaction. Like Dean immediately like runs to give him a hug and like. Mm.
1: Yes, sir.
0: Like Sam, but both of them sort of fall back into those patterns. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. And Sam obviously doesn't hug him. And I really appreciate that kind of awkwardness between him and John, mm.
1: like of are we going to talk about this? Are we not going to talk about this? Is now and the time. And I love that John is... just brings it up. He just yeah. goes straight into it. He's like, hello, Sam. I know last time we met, we left. I left we left things, mm-hmm. you know, in a, in a bad place. Yeah. And it's almost like his way of saying sorry. Like, he's not being the awkward dad. I'm like, I'm just going to close over this and you're yeah. going to hug me. And I think Sam realizes that dad always did love him. and he Yeah. Wasn't, you know, and I love that he just, oh, I don't know. There's just like a moment where Sam realizes that he's proud of yeah. where he's come from. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is too much.
0: Yeah. And obviously, um... Jeffrey is an incredible actor. Yes, um, and so he's yeah. It's it's good to see him.
1: Yeah, um, it's
0: good to see Dad. It's good to see him after all this time. They're they're actually all back in the same room together. First time for the season mm. that they're all in the same room together. Yeah. Um, at least as as adults, he reveals that he is working out a way not just to exercise the demon, not just to send it back to hell, but to kill it. Mm. Um, but it's really dangerous. There's people after him, so Sam and Dean cannot come along. It's yep. it's too risky. Like. He'll be putting them at risk. They're all each other's weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Sam's obviously furious about this after all this time, after all of this searching to be told like, "No, you can't come with me." And mm-hmm. he's like, "He, you know, this thing killed Jess." Like,
1: I have vested interest. In that. I have
0: vested interest. And John says something very interesting. He says, "You know, this is just the beginning. We've all got our parts to play in yeah. in this." And Sam's very confused. Like, well, what does that mean? And then the deva attacks. <laughs> again and we we see obviously they don't see Meg outside the window somehow she survived the fall from six or seven floors yep, unclear. Glass. <laughs> like mm. she her her spine should have broken
1: yes her skull should not be a circle mm-hmm. it should be a a flat line
0: yeah so she's set the daver on them again mm-hmm. Sam defeats it though because he gets a flare gun out which is very clever yeah I love how he's A fire like, gun
1: yeah he <laughs> a fire gun I know I was just like <laughs> fire gun um it's like these are a shadow demon, mm-hmm. One thing that it, let's bring it in, bring it into the light. Yeah, and I'm because they were coughing and sputtering, I'm like, was it a flare gun? Was it a fire gun? Mm-hmm. Or was it some kind of like smoke? Because there was a lot of smoke. Yeah, I think no. I think it was just it was like a flare. flare, not a flare gun, just like a flare, flare.
0: which does have smoke and stuff. So. Yeah, so yeah. hence why
1: they were smoking. Yeah, the, we we find that the the, the Dave actually attacks. All three of them, but mm-hmm. it was really going for John. Yeah. Because they p- pinned him up against the wall against with mm-hmm. these like wrists and stuff. And we they managed to get out. So Dean goes and mm-hmm. grabs John, pulls mm-hmm. him out. Sam's bashing lamps. This place has a lot of lamps. Like, because mm-hmm. he falls into one and then he falls into another. And then <laughs> as he's leaving, I'm like, how many fucking lamps are against the wall? Like, it's a <laughs> lot of lamps. But anyway, they get out and Meg leaves them alone. Mm hmm. Well, I don't think she realises what's happened.
0: Obviously, the Dave has been defeated. Yeah. And so Dean manages to convince Sam. He's like, we cannot go with dad. We put him in danger by going with him because we are his weak spot.
1: Yeah. Meg said we are his weakness. Yeah.
0: And they will not stop coming. And we we can't do this. Mm. And Sam's obviously not happy about this, but eventually agrees, agrees yeah. that he will go with Dean, dad will go off and, you know, when time is time, they will Be back come to give up. And, and defeat this demon. And as they're leaving, we see Meg, you know, in the distance. twirling dist- her little pendant. Yeah, somehow alive
1: and-, and magically not covered in blood. And magically not covered in blood. But yeah, that's the end of that's the episode. It. And they drive away in different directions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love this episode. This is one. Of- oh, this is such a good episode. It's like a
0: the- combo of Kripke and Manners. Like oh. you can't go past it. Our two boys together. at Oh last. yeah,
1: yep, yep. It's it works because there's so many so many things are actually happening, and mm-hmm. it's nice to not just focus on. Like, Monster of the Week. It's yeah. actually, we're in the arc now. Yes. And I, don't get me wrong, I love a good Monster of the Week, mm-hmm. obviously, because I've watched up to 11 seasons. Yes. Have forgotten most of what's yes. happened. Yes, doesn't know what the plot is. Doesn't, don't understand what the plot is. I don't know why I'm here. I mean, I don't even know what my name is. <laughs> but it's good to jump back into the main thread mm-hmm. of the season. Yeah. Because we are heading to the end of the season, so it's mm-hmm. nice to get back in there and work out what the fuck is actually happening. Mm-hmm. And that means, obviously, tying in John, tying in this... Presence we're meant to be, a demon. Yeah, we, this
0: thing we're hunting. Yeah. Figure out what Meg is. Like no. all of this stuff is, yeah. is. finally starting to all come together. So yeah, yeah really good episode. I really, yeah. really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us a re- review and a rating if you can. Please prefer- preferably on iTunes. You can follow us on uh, Instagram at We Will Talk About It Pod. You can follow us on in uh, Twitter at We Will Talk Pod our show notes or at Mm wewilltalkaboutit.com and you can email us, wewilltalkaboutitpod at gmail.com. In the meantime, stay safe and be suspicious of sultry women. Bye, guys. Bye.